0: Hi there, welcome to the show and we're talking about mindfulness for virtual facilitators and it's such a a relevant thing, I just wanted to do something that's just for you. So what we're going to talk about really is some practical tips but also some evidence-based approaches, some scientifically proven things that we can do to be more mindful as facilitators and I'll be talking about why that matters as well.
1: strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success
0: and now here's your host
1: Dr Jo North.
0: So why mindfulness and why now? Well the UK is going into its second lockdown there are lockdowns happening all over the world as well and different forms of lockdown and and it's been really challenging I think for virtual facilitators since March I don't know if you're like me. I mean, let me know what you're doing and and how you're working at the moment. But before March, virtual facilitation was something that I did as well as doing loads and loads of face-to-face stuff. So it really was a very blended approach. And then, of course, from March onwards, it's been full-on virtual facilitation. And I don't know about you. I mean, I love it. I love everything to do with virtual facilitation. The benefits are massive. People say, well, you can't get, you know, the same effect as you can when you've got people in the room. I actually think you can create a really great experience. And I'm not missing looking around suitcases full of stuff, trying to find venues and parking and taking stuff around in the rain and doing all of that. So virtual facilitation does have its upsides. That said, it is more intense you know, we're looking in the same direction, we're looking into the same camera, we're using the same screen, we're often in the same environment. And it does feel so much more focused because people are right there in front of you, aren't they? And also, it's tempting to cram a lot more in and go from session to session to session. And sometimes, I think, you know, delegates and clients, not all of them, but they can expect us to go from session to session as well. And I just thought it's really important to just stop and pause and think about you know what we're doing and how we're working and just really make sure that we're checking in and looking after ourselves as well, because if we're looking after ourselves, we're gonna do a better job even than we're already doing. We do you know, you're doing an incredible job already, but it will help delegates too. And I'm quite interested anyway in whole area of mindfulness I'm not an expert you know I'm not trained in yoga or meditation or anything like that I'm really here to share some practical insights and things that have helped me but you may not know this because I haven't really talked about it but quite recently I've had a diagnosis a psychiatric diagnosis actually of having adult ADHD And it's quite a specific form in that I get really super hyper focused and really into the things I'm doing, which means if I love doing something like virtual facilitation, I want to do it all the time. You know, so it's a real plus. But the challenge is that I also have to make sure that I don't overdo it, that I plan in breaks and I take good care of myself as well. So I'm trying to do a much better job on all this mindfulness area myself. I've been looking into it and I've been finding that what I'm sharing with you this evening is really really helpful. So we'll have a look at what we're going to cover and it's really all about slowing down to go faster because when we slow ourselves down a little bit it, firstly, it sends signals to the whole of our physiology and our mind that things are okay, that we don't need that fight or flight mechanism, you know, and it's good for us just to slow down a bit. It's still good to have great energy and bring great energy, but we don't have to be full on and really, really fast the whole time. The other thing when we slow down is that we have greater control and we can be more reflective you know you think about you know traffic accidents we're more likely to have an accident if we're going far too fast and we're more likely for that accident to do significant damage the faster we go that that sort of stacks up doesn't it so in life as well it's about sometimes slowing down the pace can be a really good thing for us to do so The whole theme is about slowing down so that we can go faster because when we slow down, we get more done, we're more productive and we sleep better and all sorts of other good things as well. So I'm going to talk about what is mindfulness and we're going to think about mindfulness and creativity and the relationship between the two and also why creativity is important from a facilitation perspective. So putting those two together And then I'll be sharing some mindfulness strategies around meditation, creative flow, something called the Notice, Shift and Rewire technique. I'd love to hear from you if you've heard of any of this. Just put your comments in and I'd love to see those. And also talking about everyday mindfulness as well. So just some really simple things that you can do before, during and after every single time you facilitate. And those little things like atomic habits, they'll stack up over time, and they'll make a really big difference to how you feel at the end of the day. So I really hope you enjoy this. I know it's a little bit different for us, but why not? You know, it's important that we think about these things as well. So definition of mindfulness, well, it's a state of being aware or conscious of something. So it's really about checking in with ourselves, understanding where we're at, how we're feeling, how we're doing, and why we're doing the things that we are. And it's getting into that mental state. It's about thinking about the present, not worrying about what's just happened, not worrying about what's coming up, but really thinking about what's going on right now and and accepting where we are. So it really is about connecting with ourselves and it's about feeling that we are in the moment. With mindfulness, some people might say, well, yeah, isn't it that woo-woo stuff, sort of new age? Is it, you know, is it really a thing at all? But actually, there's oodles of scientific research that says, yes, mindfulness is a thing, and it's got numerous health benefits. People who practice mindfulness have been shown to have generally higher satisfaction with their life, with their personal relationships. They feel generally happier. They are less stressed, and that shows not just in how they're feeling and how they are emotionally, but also in their physiology they're less likely to go over and over stuff. This thing called rumination, where you're going over stuff and worrying about stuff and being quite anxious. So it really helps with that. It improves our ability to focus. It means we're more agile and flexible with our thinking and that our memory and concentration improve as well. So all of this has been tested with people who practice mindfulness and control groups in numerous different settings So it really, really does make a difference. So how do we do this? Well, it's important to think about why we're doing this as well. And mindfulness enables creativity because we can think more flexibly and in a more agile way, as we've just said. It means that we can be more creative. And that means that we're able to spot what's going on in the world around us, in the situation that we're in. We can see patterns, we're more perceptive generally when we can come up with novel ideas for problem solving or to create opportunity. So when we're virtually facilitating, of course, we always need to be creative. We always need to think on our feet and we always need to respond to everything that's happening in the session that we're in. So mindfulness and creativity go hand in hand. Mindfulness supports creativity and creativity in turn supports our virtual facilitation. And here's something that you can do is just to practice, if you you know create 10 or 20 minutes a day to actually do some meditation. And I try and do about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of meditation every day. And there are different sorts of meditation, two key sorts that can help us if you want your attention to be really focused then do focused attention meditation that's where you really zoom in on a thought or an object and anything that is not connected with that thought or that object you let it go and you redirect your attention back to that focus thing so you might have a candle or something like that or you know a picture that you look at or maybe a word in your mind or a phrase that you you focus on and that helps us to create focus and and practice that if we want to be more expansive if we want to be more creative and think more broadly about something maybe we might be stuck and we're looking to have different solutions then just really being open and seeing what comes in and out of your mind and noticing that as well so you could do open monitoring meditation to expand creativity to improve focus you could do focused attention meditation and I find both of those helpful in those different situations I don't know were you aware that there were those different kinds and which ones do you do do you do meditation how do you get on with it I would really love to hear from you And actually meditation has been shown again through neuroscience, through fMRI scans to have an impact on different parts of the brain. So people who practice meditation regularly have positive benefits for their central nervous system and that's the bit that really is controlling our attention, our perception, thought, memory and consciousness and there are different bits of the brain likewise that meditation impacts which means that we can regulate our emotions and our moods much more successfully. We are more empathetic towards other people through meditation because we've got a clearer mind for ourselves and we are therefore able to interact socially and do helpful things from a social perspective. Our ability to learn increases. We're more able to express our personality. Our decision-making improves. We sleep better And our all-round mental health improves as well. And the one great thing, but a specifically great thing that meditation can do is it shrinks the amygdala, which is that fight or flight part of the brain. It's quite a primitive part of the brain. You can see that in scans actually getting smaller so that we are more able to take and make balanced decisions as we go. And it's important as well that we think about flow. I think with... So many buttons to press, things to think about, faces on the screen, agendas to get through, you know, all of those things. Being in flow, in creative flow is so important for us as facilitators because that's when we do our best work, whether we're online or whether we're in person. And so what do I mean by creative flow? I've talked about it previously on the show. And I can never say this guy's name right, but he's a, a great researcher and writer into all things creativity. But sent highly. he describes flow as when we're so involved in an activity that it's the only thing that matters. It's that feeling that you don't really know that time's passing. You, you're just enjoying the moment. You're into what you're doing. And it's almost like the rest of the world is dissolved because... You're so in that moment doing what you're doing. I experience flow when I'm doing virtual facilitation. I also do mixed media arts as a hobby and I love that. And actually sometimes just going on really, really long walks. That process and experience of walking is fantastic. Also walking meditation um, is a great thing to do as well. And if you're not the sort of person who can just sit and meditate, you know, walking meditation is a great thing it really is and to get into flow what we need to do is make sure that the level of challenge and our ability to rise to that challenge are really well matched so we need a little bit of stretch but not to make us think and to make us concentrate but not so much stretch that we actually feel that you know this is out of our league that we can't possibly be successful so really thinking about building in things to your day building in in things things into your session that you know you know help you to get into that flow space remember that it's not about all about the tech it's not all about the timing it's not all about the faces you know it's about actually getting into that experience and when you experience that the amazing thing is that your delegates will feel it too they'll get that energy from what you're doing and if you do have those moments where you're getting a bit you know you're feeling a bit negative about something maybe you're thinking oh gosh no you know not locked down again or what's going to happen with Christmas or you know or maybe something goes you know not to plan in a session you might have tech issues or whatever we all get them you know they happen from time to time but this is a really great and neat little technique that you can use it's called notice shift and rewire it's from a book that you can see at the bottom of the screen there start here master the lifelong habit of well-being and the first thing to do is to notice that you're being negative so when you can hear yourself doing that you know that sort of internal self-chatter. Notice it, check in with your thoughts and feelings, especially when you're you you know you're live and you're facilitating. And if you think some negativity might be creeping in, then make an effort to shift it, to think about, shift your mind to think about something positive, something that you're thankful for. And what this does, when you practice this, it rewires your brain to move off the negative and into the positive, and it's like brain training. It's called Hebb's Law and Hebbian Theory because what we're doing is we're reinforcing the different connections between our neurons to really help with that mental shift. So overall, the negativity that you're feeling will go down and you'll be feeling more positive because you know there's usually lots of good stuff to be thankful for. And then finally, just some everyday mindfulness tips. So these are things that I do Before, during, and after I facilitate. So, the other things are probably more lifestyle things, you know, things to do as well as the facilitation. But here are some things that you, you know, you can just do as part of the job, really. So, the first thing is think about the timing, length, and structure of your sessions. And you can also build the sessions to suit you as well as to suit your delegates. So, think about, you know, how long you can go for before you need a break. Think about the blend of activities that sometimes take, you know, a a bit of pressure off you presenting or being super hands on so that you can get delegates working and be hands off for a little while so that you can stop and think. So think about that. Make sure you have plenty of breaks in the session anyway. You know my advice on this. always say no more than an hour to an hour and a half and then you really do need a break people need to move and not be looking at screens and doing your preparation can be a big thing in itself because then you know your head can relax and you know that you're well prepared for any session think about the environment that you're in as well does it work for you is it set up in a way that's comfortable so you've got things at hand and that it's really convenient, you can, you, know, you can turn things on quickly, grab this, grab that. So think about your workstation and how well it's working. And that is important from a mindfulness point of view, because little things can get you know, frustrating when they add up over time. And before you start, I always sort of close my eyes for a few moments, have a few deep breaths. Make sure that I sort of stand in a relaxed way or sit in a relaxed way, depending on whether I'm sitting or standing. I usually stand, to be fair, but have a moment before you go live just to bring yourself together. Just less than a minute and just stopping and pausing before you go live really does help when you're facilitating. And then once you've started, keep checking in with yourself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? what's working for me, what isn't working for me, what do I need to change up or actually I feel like I'm in flow, I'm going with this, this is feeling great, you know. So, so making sure as well as keeping an eye on how your delegates are doing and reading the signals for them, that you're also doing exactly the same for you too because you matter as well. And breathe, you know, relax, shoulders back, breathe well, Slow it down. We said earlier to slow down a little bit so that you can go faster. Stand whenever you can and smile. And, you know, all of that just brings you into the moment, brings you into the physical presence of your body and into your mind so that you can actually enjoy your experience more. And every time you do these things, when you facilitate, you know, it all adds up. When you're facilitating one event and then another and then another, sort of day after day, then all of these small things overall increase the energy that you've got across a whole week or a whole month so slow down as we've said and then afterwards take some time to self-reflect think about how it went maybe make some notes I love journaling so I'll just write down in my journal how things went what I learned what I enjoyed and so on and that really helps me to sort of get everything out of my head onto the page so that I can relax and then try not to book in. Anything else immediately after you have facilitated, at least have a break, get away from the screen, do something else, and then you'll be ready to go again. So I do hope those mindfulness tips have helped you. I'd love to know how you feel about them and what you do and what you would add. And is there anything that works particularly well for you? Do let me know in the comments. And of course, there's loads of free stuff, blogs, resources that you can download. Just go to bigbankpartnership.co.uk the blog section and you'll see loads of stuff there to help you with your virtual facilitation that's it from me so thank you very much i'll see you next time bye for now
1: thank you for tuning in to the idea time show brought to you by dr joe north don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources we'll see you next time